Welcome to Lead Rugby Banter World Cup Episode Edition 2. Uh, Alex Tarr isn't here. Uh, we're not quite sure where he is, but Ben is. How are you, Ben? I'm good, I'm good. Um, I don't know if we... I think we should shame them. Yes. Um, they, at, at one point, there were there were five people on this call, but they all left like, like rats off a sinking ship. They just all ran away, so it's just me and Adam. Yeah, but I, we, could be, we could claim to be the A-team... In a sense, the A and B team, Adam, Ben, you know, going for that uh, that whole jazz. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, we we can. We no, no, fine. Let's, let's, let's run with it. Let's run with it. Yes. Um. So the yeah. A, the A B team. Yeah. Whoops. So Matt's sleeping. Alex, you don't know, and full and clearly think they're too cool for us now that they have their own brand within the R B brand. Um, how was the yeah, first weekend we, we of the... Work, we huh? work so hard to develop the brand and they just, you know, steal our glory. Yeah, they just, they're just piggybacking on it like champions. How was the first week of the World oh, Cup trilogy? Really. They, they, they've added a lot of authenticity to the brand. <laughs> they have. Actually, their content's probably very, very informative. How was the first uh, week and a bit of the World Cup trilogy, Ben? Good, yeah. To be honest, I haven't watched as much as I would have liked, especially during the weekends. Uh, during the weekend, I, I missed the first. I think we talked about this on Sunday, but mm. I didn't watch Fiji Australia or um, France Argentina, which were two games I was very keen to watch. Um, but yeah, apart from that, apart from that, it's been good. Like uh, I feel uh, with the Rugby World Cup as well, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a slow build because obviously the there is a bit of time between the games, so I know. Like I'm, I'm getting there. It's, it's obviously it's great. It's great to have so much rugby on, and it's, it's great to see different players and stuff. Because you know, obviously with Super Rugby, we probably get a similar level of rugby, but you know, yeah. it's the same guys week in week. So. Yeah, um, I know. I, I've enjoyed it. How, how, how's your first week of the World Cup? Uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head. We're slowly building. Um, the I think the more minnow games they're more interesting just like Uruguay Fiji Fiji on a minnow and Uruguay knocked them over so we can chat about that very briefly uh yeah good good I think things have chilled out a little bit like one game a day is just good just a slow drip feed for everybody and then the big games are coming up on the weekend um and the Africa have really named their team for the clash against Namibia there's a few other games so it's good it's good but yeah we, we haven't we're quite far away from the business end yet uh, it's a bit weird that people are really talking about potential quarterfinal matchups and that sort of thing. So, it's... yeah, but it it does sort of, but it's, it's actually it's it's kind of the fact that people can kind of talk about quarterfinal matchups after after one week, kind of, it's almost a weakness in rugby because you know, say like the football World Cup, mm. you never know who's going to beat who. I guess that. We, we saw that today, just anyone watching today is Wednesday, so obviously it was the Uruguay-Fiji game. Um, but yeah, it, I think it is sort of a, a weakness in rugby that mm-hmm. most of the pools, barring the France-Argentina-England, no, France, yeah, France-Argentina-England pool, kind of the, the quarter-finalists were sort of decided about 12 months ago, weren't they? Yeah, it's true. But uh, look, uh, we do love the Red Bull Cup, and it seems like the uh, Japanese public have really gotten on board 
with supporting the different teams. Yeah, uh, yeah, just just massive. I think we said this in the in the other pod, but massive props to Japan because they they are putting on a they're putting on a they're putting on a show and the public really seem behind it. And have you seen them like singing the national anthems and stuff? It's awesome. Yeah, no, the Gears is unmatchable. I haven't seen it anywhere, <laughs> to, to be honest. Yeah, to, to, be, to, be, to be honest, I vote we just give them the next, like, four or five Rugby World Cups. Yeah, no, I, I can get on board. I look forward to Phil going over. Um, yeah, but we paid for his whole trip uh, to go there as, uh, as our corporate representative in Japan. He'll be reporting to us, uh, probably not well, live. No, no, it's, it's, not, it's not really us who's paying. It's, it's the fans through the, uh, the Patreon account. Yeah. They, uh, they're the ones really sponsoring Full Street. Yeah, the uh, mythical Patreon account. Right, uh, we've been answering on a bit much, so let's just go uh, through... How do, you, how do you say that, actually? Do you say Patreon or Patreon? A Patreon, based on what proper podcasters talk about. <laughs> proper podcast yeah. well listen I'm sure the fans appreciate that we, we've never asked them for anything no we don't we, do, we, we literally ask them for nothing but their ears and time their invaluable time okay we've got three reviews just to go through and we'll get stuck into the previews I better not only to keep this uh, short and to the point uh, unlike uh, Andre Pollard's second penalty against New Zealand first up Wales versus Georgia yeah, your your favourite team uh, pretty standard fair uh, from Wales uh, I think a nice, good win for them, uh, I'd argue. Uh, Georgia tried hard, looking big, but you know, kind of went the way as we expected. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's a team like a team like Wales. Uh, don't misconstrue this as a compliment, but a team like Wales will always beat a Minota team because they they play very like. There's not much that can really go wrong with the Welsh style of rugby, if you know what I mean. Like, there's no real. Um, you know they can't really like to so say say like I think we're gonna bang on about this a lot, but mm. like Fiji, Fiji on a good day compared to Fiji on a bad day, it's kind of like a hundred percent versus like twenty percent. Wales on a good day versus Wales on a bad day, it's like hundred mm. percent versus like eighty percent. And Wales at eighty percent is always gonna knock over a team like Georgia. Yeah. Um... So yeah. Um, if if you um a few interesting things like I do think this indicates Georgia, or even though they lost, I think it indicates that they they are ready for the Six Nations or the Seven Nations if they're included mm-hmm. or whatever, or whatever they're planning because they were they weren't looking out of their depth they they weren't to me looking any worse than Italy or Scotland on a Scotland away from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel so, like. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, don't know. I felt like Wales' performance was utterly professional. Uh, running some nice set moves, yeah. first face ball off line arts, and creating the gaps. But um, I, I'd agree with your comment as well. Georgia, they didn't do too bad. Like we've seen Italy lose by 30 points to Wales easily. Um, and look, I think that one try, I can't remember who it was, between George North and uh, their 21, where they stepped three, four guys each. If Georgia played this sort of level of competition on a more regular basis, I'd suspect that they'd improve um, a lot more. And I mean, yeah, the two... yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to carry on. Uh, and, yeah, and the two tries no, no, Georgia no, scored no. were of a, I don't want to say Georgian flair, but four is orientated rugby, and I think it's also nice that uh, some of the lesser recognized teams and uh, they get some plaudits. So Georgia pretty much are the best of the rest in Europe. 
So they should get included. Maybe they will one day. Uh, maybe they will one day. So good one for Wales. I know they did lose an injury. Um, I've lost their name. One of their locks, I think, might have picked up an injury in that game. So they didn't come through it unscathed. But as uh, opening wins go, it was a good one. And then also we had, we didn't really talk chat about it on Sunday, England versus uh, Tonga. So something which which I think I think Matt will slap us around if we don't talk about the Georgian scrum for a bit. Yeah, um, I, I'm not actually quite, to, please forgive me, I'm actually quite sure what he was referring to in regard to that, what uh, what happened. No, 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 it's just the Georgian, they're famous scrubbing team, but... Matt wants to name his first child Massive Georgian Scrum because you should always name your children after something you love. Oh, like no, how I name my child James Lowe. No, that's um, But, yeah, Wales actually got a few scrum penalties of Georgia, but Georgia sort of, I don't know, got their asses into gear mm. and then they were shunting Wales around a bit. And when it comes to, when it comes to scrumming, Wales is up there with the best in the world. So, yeah, good on, good on Georgia for that. Mm kind of sticking to their, you know, sticking to their traditional strengths, unlike the Argentinians who have forgotten about their traditional strengths. <laughs> yeah, their backline players improved, but indeed, uh, Argentina, from being one of the world's best scoring teams, are, that's certainly no longer the case. You can just look at the Aguardas and how even, in that's virtually an almost Argentine international pack, often they get go backwards in Super Rugby. Uh, but in terms of going backwards, we can mention Tonga. Uh, they were beaten by England, uh, handily don't have a score in frame here, unfortunately. Uh, 30 yard 9, I think. So this, the score will reveal itself in due course. Uh, England, not not the most convincing performance. I know they have been puffed quite a lot in the first half. They actually found their groove. But uh, again, it's like first round. You know, you'd expect England to, to get better. Um, were you able to watch the game? Yeah, well, we are, we obviously we were podcasting at the time. But I did I did catch a bit of it. Of course, um, of course you did. You're at a professional. That's why. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't watching with one eye and uh, you know speaking vaguely into the mic with the other. Um, yeah, it was. I don't think England were at their best. We we actually mentioned it on the pod they played essentially 35, 35, 35. their their um, air quotes A team. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, and considering New Zealand gave Tonga ninety. 90 whatever it was 95 7 the week like two weeks ago that's either a massive tongue and improvement or a bit of a a bit of a disappointing mm-hmm. result from england i guess i guess they got the win and you know maybe you know maybe tonga did uh, did man up it, but i didn't actually look at the the team sheets maybe they they brought in some of the more experienced mm-hmm. guys for that well some better players for that match yeah but Joe, uh, um Pretty part of the thing. All in all, I'm not. I think that that's pretty standard. It's a similar comment with England are a bit more um, expansive than Wales, but you know they they they're not gonna they're not gonna have a meltdown and really lose to a team like Tonga. So yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, good good on Tonga for improving from their performance against New Zealand in their warm up game. Hmm. No, it's good. It's better for the competition. Uh, we can't really have um, island, Pacific Island teams who are traditionally a key part uh, of the game to uh, just roll over and capitulate. So hopefully we see a bit more from Tonga uh, throughout the rest of the tournament. Uh, Russia, they put on a good show. Uh, pretty much went to book, as you suggested, Ben, uh, being the, the sage that you are. 
Uh, since Alex isn't here, I'm just going to pepper you with compliments because you, you kind of said Russia would put up a good fight, but then towards the end, Samoa would would uh, bring their skill and experience to bear. And it kind of ended up being that way. No, I, I won't lie. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm developing a bit of a soft spot for Russia this World Cup. Like, I, <laughs> I, I really enjoy the way they play. Like, they hit hard, they run hard. You know, they, for lack of a better word, they're chiers, eh? Uh, Russia are pure chiers. You can literally see this is uh, that, that is the one thing that you don't find anywhere in the rugby world apart from the rugby world cup where guys are competing against players that in many ways probably either idolized or they admire from a professional point of view uh, above a level that in many ways is far beyond the level that they should be allowed to play at. But they just bring such chaos uh, and will to win and just to not embarrass their country. Um, you can just see it on the field. Everybody loves a trier, and you can see with Russia, it is even in the Japan game, they're not the most skilled team, but they will play for 80 minutes. It's like when you had, I'm just try, trying to remember, in my high school, our first team was was pretty average, and I think I'm being quite like kind Gee, to them. Gee, that's a generous comment of St. Peter's first team. Yeah, and being very sure. kind to them. And Hamilton Boys High from New Zealand came on tour to South Africa, and they played all the big schools in Joburg, like the St. David's and the St. Stidians, uh, the Kezes, uh, St. John's, all that. Uh, I, I don't know, they're, they're full itinerary. They played us last in their, in their tour, and I think they, they fucked us up like 50-odd 10 or something. I think we scored like one try. The only area we even were even able to compete with them is in the scrum. Uh, I mean, a couple of times I saw their huge wings and their, pro- like their props were massive. Just uh, it, it was rather embarrassing, but our team tried their hardest. Everybody was just so stoked. When we got that one try, you know, I think it was like fifty odd eight, that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah we 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 <laughs> the, we like tog, like Togger's try against New Zealand yeah. a few weeks ago. We like <laughs> yeah. they were so pumped to to just get over the line. No, it was um, York, hmm. yeah. So, right. Something that something that Alex suggested, because obviously he's got a somewhat vested interest in Namibia. He was saying like he would like to see the World Cup work a bit like um, like a sevens tournament, where say even even if you get knocked out of your pools, you don't go home. You'll still play like a, you know it'll split into a plate and a ball yeah, and yeah, a, yeah. whatever. Because because I I also think like it's it's a pity we don't actually get to see because like like say say Russia in their pool and um, who's another one Tonga in their pool. They don't. They not realistically. They maybe have won even uh, Namibia and uh, Canada. Like that's their game, you know. It's Namibia versus Canada. The rest of the time, they just you know gonna be taking a beating. Like it, it would be nice to see the World Cup sort of trickle, trickle down. So you do almost end up at the end of the World Cup. You have a you have a place. So you say, okay, mm. I came 14th in the World Cup. I came whatever 20th in the World Cup. I came third. Well, obviously, we all know who came third, but you know, you know what I mean. It would yeah, be, yeah. It would be not, and I think it would get in um, <clears throat> match the sort of the the rugby development which um, world rugby is looking for from these smaller like, these smaller nations, because these guys aren't in any way they're not overplayed. <laughs> like, like no one's saying like, oh, oh God, like Namibia's schedule's too heavy, or you know, like. Come on, let them let them play seven matches in the World Cup. Mm. Like let them have a let them have a, a, a 
quarterfinal and a semi-final and a final, depending on what happens. Mm. I, I would, I would personally, I would support that initiative. Yeah, but I mean, even if you just look at uh, the way that the Uruguayan team celebrated, uh, often we can all chat about that very briefly after they beat Fiji. It's almost like they'd won the tournament. They're all running onto the field, giving themselves a high five, and uh, you could just see how much it really meant to them. And and you know what? They deserve the win, by the way. They capitalized on Fiji errors. I think Fiji uh, saw um, Vola Vola. He did. He wasn't starting. I'm not quite sure if they were playing their first choice. First choice 15 at the same time. And, and also a big shout out to Squidge. Yeah, the one guy was crying. That's the thing. Uh, oh no, it was the Fiji guy. Sorry, I'm just watching the video now. What, 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 did, what, did, what did Squidge well, do Squidge, that we shouting out? Well, uh, he just, he did a, well, a, did a very good preview of Uruguay, and he just noted how Uruguay, from a professional standpoint, have invested quite a quite a bit of a, to, to be said, not the hugest amount of resources, but they've structurally set up the game in, in Uruguay to thrive and do better and make the best of what they've got. And this one is testament to that, um, I think. Maybe Fiji just figured that rock up and roll over them, but... Uh, these are the sort of fixtures that yeah, really yeah, make I, the World Cup what it is. So, but good on them, I must say. I, I do think it's nice being a team like Uruguay because obviously it's not like Fiji can draw on. Well, any team playing them can be like, okay, cool, let's let's watch the let's watch the footage of their you know they won't you can't like they are a bit of an unknown. Um, I like the way their defensive system works. It's actually quite similar to South Africa, with sort of the the wing kind of flying in and like leaving, mm. like saying, okay, are you going to risk the big pass or are you going to like, it really, it really worked well against Fiji. Yeah. The, the um, Fiji's tackling was, uh, I know for one of the trials, uh, atrocious, uh, to be said. And I think uh, that you should credit your Fiji, Fiji's coach. tackling is, to be honest, Fiji's tackling's never great. Eh? Yeah. And it's a pity. They have the size to really be a dominant team. I know traditionally they don't play that way. Um, but Uruguay, to their credit, they know they're not the biggest team. I mean, you look at the size of their backs compared to the Fiji guys. Uh, I mean, probably like the Fiji wings are, are like bigger than some of their forwards. Um, so I think yeah. Uruguay understand what they have. The, the Fiji, uh, the, the, their locks are a bit taller, but apart from that, their whole team pretty much has the same yeah. the same body type, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's that comment that Sean Maloney made uh, during the Fiji uh Australia game where he, he ran into the tour. He's like, oh, no, I got a, I got a picture with the Fiji hooker. And, the, and he just says, no, mate, that's the Fiji 14. <laughs> because they, uh, they all run about the same size. But a uh, well played to Uruguay. I think that's, is that their first win in the World Cup? Or is it their second? I think it's, I think it might be this, I think it might be their second. Uh, no, no, I think, I think they, they have had wins before. I think Namibia was the only, Namibia and Russia are the only teams in the tournament without a World uh, okay, Cup. Okay, okay. I think they actually beat Georgia. Uruguay, and I can't remember who the other victory was over. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Uruguay. I think they are the games against the Munners. That's their World Cup. That's going to be fascinating to watch, actually. So I'll, I ended up watching the last 15 minutes. Well, well yeah, because they, they must have one game against an, an easier team. No, they have Georgia. Yeah. No? Um, Who's the other? Uh, yeah, it's Georgia. It's Georgia-Wales. So, yeah, it is Georgia. Um, yeah, but, but now suddenly, like, if they can beat Fiji, they can beat Georgia. Oh, no, the Katotes can. They, they, they absolutely can. And I think the one thing, just mentioning Fiji, what cost them is they're kicking. I think they missed at least three conversions. So if their kicking was a little bit better, they might have snuck yeah, over the line. I also think, um, I think Uruguay maybe missed, I know they missed one kick definitely, but they might have missed, an, uh, they might have missed a second. Uh, they so they kicked like, about six from seven, I saw at the end. I, I watched the last yeah, 15 minutes, and it was, uh, they're not good value. They're kicking for territory, putting them back. 
Um, defending well, so... Yeah. No, like, like I was, um... Like, they, they were playing proper... They were playing proper rugby, like... Hmm. And I was very impressed. And they, they weren't very big either. Hmm. But they... You know, they switched on. They played intelligently. They'd obviously done their research on, on Fiji as well. Fiji, yeah, Fiji didn't do themselves any favors, but I don't think, I don't think we should, like, you know, write off Uruguay's win because of it. No, 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 absolutely. I, 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 I felt it was fully deserved, uh, and maybe Fiji took it a bit lightly. I'm sure, I mean, Fiji would claim, claim against the opposite to that, but... Uh, that's what this World Cup's about. Teams are really proving themselves in Uruguay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to their game against Georgia. That's going to be, I think that's going to be epic. It's going to be a mini World Cup in itself. All right, let's, uh, we've got a whole bunch of review previews. Whoops. Yes, previews to, to go through, just very briefly, just getting our thoughts on the game. Oh, shit. We need to look at our Super Brew. I, I don't think we got... I don't think we got the Fiji game right. Well, we definitely we definitely didn't get Fiji Uruguay, but I think we got everything else. Yeah. Uh, sorry, let me whoops. Let me just pump pump us in here. Elite. Uh, 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 uh. Don't tell everyone our password. Yeah, because they're gonna hack our I don't account. know because I'm not I'm not trusted with the Twitter. I'm not trusted with the Superbrew password. I'm... No, but don't you prefer it that way? Ignorance is bliss. Mm, Alright, well Samoa, we picked Samoa by 15, um, and they won by 25, we picked Fiji by 24, uh, they lost. Right, uh, first got Italy. <laughs> Solid work. <laughs> yeah, a good, a good pick, Ben. Uh, <laughs> first up, uh, let's see, Samoa no, I'm Thursday. sorry, like, come on, no. 9.45, uh, this is tap, uh, taking place at uh, the Fukuoka uh, Hakatona Monori Stadium in uh, Fukuoka. Uh, it's Italy versus Canada. Canada's first game. Quick one. Do you think the team's playing second benefit or miss out? Yeah, it, it, it is something. No, it is something we actually didn't talk about. That Fiji had a very quick turnaround yeah. after a very tough match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I, I know I've I've already seen a few articles mentioning it. You do say you you know you win a World Cup with a squad or you mm. you do well in a World Cup with a good squad, so. I don't know. Like obviously, it is a factor. Six six days is a very is a very quick turnaround. But I guess there there's not a huge amount of travelling, and they knew it was coming, so mm. they should have planned better for it. Mm. But well, yeah, I, I would say I would say fresh legs are generally an advantage. Uh, do you think there'll be an advantage in Canada's case? I mean, Italy at least got up and running, and and they admitted themselves they didn't play that well against Namibia. Maybe because Namibia played above themselves. Um, so and, and we spoke about Canada being a little bit of a train wreck um, leading up to this tournament. I mean, they were beaten by the USA. Uh, they still do have DTH, Van der Merwe, um, a couple, and uh, Tyler Ardron, the greatest Canadian rugby player to ever live, probably. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, probably, we, we, we're not sure. Oh, well, Christian Stewart might be up there. Uh, he may be up there. So, between, for Italy, Canada, or what would you pick for here? Uh... I would go Italy um, just to tie into the narrative that that Namibia is going to beat Canada to keep Alex happy. Yeah. So, uh, to the margin? 
Yeah, so uh, Italy by, say, 20, 25. I think it's a little... Ju- Maybe not. They've won by 20. I'll, I'll split the difference with you into Italy by 23. Um, oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say Italy by 20. But maybe a little higher is always better in these sort of fixtures. Uh, yeah. How, how have we been missing it? High or low? Um, let's see. It's low or low. And with Wales, Georgia, that was the other game. Oh my god, it seems really refreshing. And we... Wow. We got the win point and the match point. Yeah, we got Wales bang on. Wales, we said 27, and Wales won by 29. That has... That has been... Oh, and we got Italy... We missed Italy by one point. Uh, We missed Argentina by three. By two points, but with the right wrong result. And uh, yeah, those those are the best ones. So uh, we, we're kind of there and thereabouts. If so you can find a mean. So we actually know what we're doing. We should just back ourselves at twenty three. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we'll back ourselves at twenty three. Right, England USA. Uh, I do think this might get a bit messy. Uh, I'd probably back England by about forty two. No, I think USA are more professional than that. I'd uh, well, say about thirty. Alright, so since it's just the two of us, that takes it down to about 36. <laughs> very, yeah. very simple maths. Uh, that game, by the way, is at 12.45 South African time, and the Italy-Canada game is at 9.45 South African time, which is plus two <coughs> GMT, for those of you out there. Then th- then Saturday, it would appear... Okay, I wouldn't trust Superbrew entirely with this, but sometimes I get it wrong. But Friday is a resto, and there are no games on Friday. And then the weekend kicks off, so uh, kicking off at 6.45 a.m. South African time, it's Argentina versus Tonga uh, at the Hanazoro Rugby Stadium in Higashia Saka. Um, forgive me if I mispronounced that. Um, probably back Argentina. They have to win. So probably by about 25? Um, yeah, I'll say that. I can't... I, I can't see them beating them by more than England did. No. Uh, oh, 25, so. 20 around yeah, there. They're probably not going to wreck them by 40 something before, before we know. Then following them at. I, uh, I've never, I've never, I've never seen Argentina completely just hammer a team though. Yeah, I think maybe after a while they just uh, they kind of get over it and conserve themselves for the next game. Playing with honor, they don't like yeah, humiliating. My, my guess is what what they'll probably do is run out there. Actually, I don't know. If Ooh. you were the Argentine, would you run out your first team and then kind of take them off when you have a leave, lead or put some firepower on the bench? Um, I think I would run out your first team. Then either one. I think depending on Tonga, they've got to be careful. Does, like Tonga, they, they do have a little bit of pedigree. So I think once they get a bit of a lead in a buffer, then they can start bringing other replacements. But they need a win and yeah. then somehow try to beat England, which will be very difficult. Um, right, after them at 9.15, big game. One of the bigger games in pool... We're in pool B, might be A. Forgive me, it's Japan versus Ireland at the Shiozoka Stadium Ikopa. I don't know why I pronounced that. In uh, Fukuri, Japan, Ireland. So, uh, I, I think Ireland played very well against Scotland. It was a typical Ireland performance. Uh, I, I'd probably pick Ireland to win. And, they, and they, in many ways, they, 
of the sort of team that Japan would hate to face, highly structured, disciplined, uh, exploits the areas that if the Japanese make any, but maybe the Japanese not got their first win under the belt, they'll be a lot better. I mean, I'll back Ireland to win by uh, probably about 15, uh, no more than that, and also Japan are playing at home, and there's being a little bit harsh on, host, on the hosts. <laughs> no, I think you'd be a bit harsh on Ireland, to be honest. I... Oh, you reckon Ireland will I, I more? I thought they had a very good game. Oh. Yeah, I think they had a very good game against um, Scotland. All right, then what would you say Ireland will win by? 22. All right, now I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, South Africa versus Namibia. I know they named the lineup today. Skull Brits playing at eight. The hook end by normal trade. What do you think about that? No, it's a weird one. Uh, um, I, I it's, it's more surprise. Like I can, I can kind of see the logic, but I could also say I could also see it's a bit like why why haven't we seen this in any of the warm up games? Yeah, I, I mean, as a hook in theory, he might be able to control the back of the base of the scrum quite well. But in terms of size. Um, no, I think he's. I think he's played a bit of eight, man. Like I, I think he's he's capable, and you know he's he's probably had more games at eighth man than most of the eighth men in the World Cup. Yeah, but look, let me but, put it this way: uh, uh, that that loose trio doesn't isn't really great for height. I mean, I don't I don't think we'll have too many issues. And we've got Luat Diaga and Arkes Snaman starting at lock, and as as a second choice lock pairing, that's very good stuff. I don't know. I just find it very weird. I love Scott Britz. He's a boy chief, but it just seems like a bit of an odd move. But sad in course, he's on 14 and not 11. But in Pimpy starts, and you've got dual-wielding Yankees, to kind of semi-quote Matt. Stan at 12, um, at 13, Galant at 14, it's our second, and then it's our, our reserve uh, front row. Uh, Trevor Nyakani did go home, sadly, so Thomas Toy is in the side. So given these variables, it is our second team, though in fairness, in fairness they have gotten quite a bit of a run out this season up to this point. So Africa will win, sorry Alex, and it's taking at the City of Toyota Stadium in Toyota in Aichi, and that's at 11.45 on Saturday. What do you think South Africa will win by? Fifty? Yeah, no, I could see that. Uh, I will be intrigued to see our stadium. Don't, 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 don't. Don't don't say don't say exactly fifty though if because um, other people will say fifty so just in case we can get the the exact score let's go over forty seven say like you know, forty seven cool ooh I don't know like Namibia looked alright against Italy but I just think where where is Steph above Italy I don't know very much so <laughs> yeah we God if we're not a Steph above Italy I'm pretty worried to be honest right Sunday um, kicking off. At 7.15, it's the big one. Georgia versus Uruguay. That's at the Kumagaya Rugby Stadium in uh, uh, Kumagaya, if I'm butchering these, please forgive me. Uh, shit, I don't know. I really don't know. Because I feel like a lot of people are going to pick Uruguay for the Gears, but Georgia didn't play badly against Wales. They were just very very much outplayed, if that makes any sense. Um, no, 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 no. Georgia, Georgia should win this. God. I also think coming off such a big, like an emote, like how are they going to pick themselves up again after that? Like that's true. And just imagine if Uruguay have two from two and they're in a shot for the quarterfinals. They just need to beat uh, one of Wales, or Australia. <laughs> so <laughs> not hard at all. Well, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like how this game undermines uh, the the Uruguay feature result. Just undermines Australia's like good first round start. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Like, 
Cool. Uruguay beat those guys too. Like, don't act like you're good or anything. All right, I'm going to say Uruguay by uh, five. What do you want to go for the three? Or, or do you want to go for the Uruguay? Georgia by one. Excuse me. Do you want to go Georgia by one? <laughs> go for the margin point. <laughs> no, Adam. Go Georgia by like 15. Like, it's like, no, I'll, I'll say Georgia by 10. Fine. Georgia by 10. Um, ooh, quite a big one now. This is um, at 9.45. Tokyo Stadium in, uh, I know I'm not pronouncing this correctly, Chofu in Tokyo. It's C-H and O with a little uh, copy uh, straight line on the O-F-U. Uh, Australia, Wales. I know my own Super Bowl picked Australia. Um, and I don't like changing picks because I feel like you always do yourself in that way. Ooh, this is quite a hard game to pick. No, I don't think it's a hard game. I think Wales are going to win. You reckon, eh? Yeah, well, when was the last time you saw Australia string together two good games in a row? Okay, look, uh, Wales seems like the more sensible choice, um, but I do think it'll be very close. I mean, the matches between these teams over the last few years have been incredibly tight. I just really like the way Australia kind of adapted against Fiji. Once they've been battered and they just changed the game, which I thought was smart, very smart rugby. But Wales, I mean, just like the obvious, they're flipping good. Yeah, rugby but team. I'm sorry, yeah, like you're not like fine. Smart rugby is good and all, but you know Wales, you're not going to outthink bloody um, Gatlin. Gatlin, are you? Mm. Okay, look, I'll, I'll put Wales by six. Uh, I feel like I actually even said Australia would lose. I know in the preview I said Australia would lose when Mitch was on. I didn't think Australia would make it out the group. Uh, oh, no, they'll come second, excuse me. This is not, not the group of death. They get Wales by oh, six. Like but... No, no the fighting Uruguay. Australia's yeah. not making it out the group. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, let me repeat that. 9.45, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is very much the tie of the weekend. Uh, so, uh, check it out. It should be a good game. And then Monday, Scotland versus Samoa. You'd back Scotland. But the Scotland to crap Samoa could surprise them. I love the fact that Nana Williams is there for Samoa. I always loved him when he played for the Chiefs. So, I mean, I'd back Scotland to win. They have to, to give themselves to keep themselves in the running. So, and essentially, this is actually a key game in the pool. So Samoa will be up for it. It's at 12.15. It's taking place at the Kobe Mazaki Stadium in Kobe. Uh, I'll choose Scotland by... I don't think it's going to be an easy game. Uh, but I can also see, like, just on a two Samoans got yellow carded against Russia. I could see someone getting sent off. Uh, it's a little bit unpredictable. Scotland by 10. Um, Maybe I'm understanding Scotland a little bit. Yeah, no, I think you're under... I don't actually know, though, because... Man on man... man on, if you you know if you did sort of a match-up thing, I would say... Samoa is probably better than Scotland. Like, in, like an individual sort of thing, huh? Yeah, but you can say that about Fiji from a physical specimen point of view. They're big, they're quick, and that sort of thing. But who's, who's the better team? Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, I have my hard, my hard, cold Scottish logic coming to bear. No, 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 no. You are, you are right. Come on, like it's like the team that's sixth in the world rankings versus the team that's sixteenth or whatever it is. Okay, I'll say Scotland by. Yeah, no. Let's say, let's 14. say Scotland by fifteen. Oh, 15, Okay, we like our fives. And that is it. That's gonna. I think it's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the World Cup Weekly. We suspect Alex will go. Will be back next week. I swear he goes away to the Eastern Cape for a week, and everything falls apart. 
Uh, but look, thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Um, Ant and Phil. I, I, I saw like Phil slid in a few minutes after we started saying, no, maybe I could help you out. You know, um, I, I don't like that high-handedness. I, I, I don't like that high-handedness from the stats guys, honestly. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's fine. We'll be just okay. But thank you, Ben. Uh, thank you, Peter. Very much appreciated it. And uh, yeah, uh, guys, sure. lots of rugby coming up this week to to state the obvious. Please check it out. Uh, Georgia Uruguay. I think there'll be a cracker, and then actually speaking about Australia versus Wales. Those are the maybe a couple of games to check out. I hope you have a good week. Enjoy the rugby, and we'll see you on Sunday uh, for the normal pod. Otherwise, take it easy.